Hi, Angie. Hello there. Happy spring again. I, I mean, know. I know we can't say it enough, right? I, I, mm, no, it just keeps getting warmer and warmer. I mean, there's a little, there's wind. I've heard talk of tornadoes. What? <laughs> there's things that are out there, but I still would take spring anytime. Have you ever noticed that all of a sudden, boom, everything's green and you go, when, when did that happen? How does it happen so fast? I just don't know. We're not meteorologists. We're not landscapers either, apparently. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. So we are opening the windows in our house. I did that the other day. Oh, amazing cross breezes. Do you sleep with your windows open at night? Maybe we shouldn't talk about that. We don't want to. <laughs> I do not sleep with my windows open at night. And here's why. Because I'm on the first floor. Okay. That makes All right. And even though I sleep with a gun. No, I'm just yeah, There you go. There you go. <laughs> I, I don't. I'm just a Marine. But I, I, Marine. I don't. I keep my house locked up at night at, with the alarm set and everything. Uh, but I do have a really great air conditioner and ceiling fan. <laughs> oh my gosh. So we sleep with windows open on the second floor, a lot yes, of the rooms. I did too when I stayed at your house for you. Yes. So thank you again for that. So I'm sure we'll hit you up again sometime. Okay. But my Evelyn got up this morning. Oh mom, my window was open last night. I said, I'm sorry, were you so cold? She goes, oh no, it was wonderful. Wonderful. I heard the crickets and yes. the frogs and she kept talking and birds about in that. the morning. Yes. Right? Oh, such a wonderful sound. All the nature, all the things. So it's supposed to be beautiful this weekend. And I thought it was supposed to rain. Well, I looked this morning and it said 71 and sunny. Okay, I'll so, have to. All right, I'm going to look it up check. right. I'm going to look at it right, right now. Even though we're recording not on Saturday, let's look at what Saturday has to say. Because what I would like to do is go to a nature park or something. Go be alone with God in, I mean, I was going to take somebody with me, but I'm still going to go and be alone with God with somebody. <laughs> Does that make sense? You take so somebody with you. just go for a walk, a stroll. I'm going to go up and sit in, the, in nature, or I might just go out to the lake and sit around the lake, which will be colder, but I don't you mind. You should walk. Okay, fine. All right. So <laughs> 69 on Saturday, 69 and only 10% chance of rain. It says sunny skies Okay. for Saturday. And then it says 54 and rain on Sunday. That's what mine says. So yes, there's going to be wind on Friday and rain on Sunday. Saturday is it. You would be an amazing meteorologist by no, the way I'm only we, reading. you just pointed your finger at me and you're like it's going to be this on Saturday and this on Sunday no and, and hopefully I get the podcast out in enough time where it's still valid there you but go. anyway it's, it's so funny last week when I was editing the podcast I I just started listening to it and I was like why do I even bother editing this I mean it's just a conversation like why do I have to make a sound super good I don't even know who's listening <laughs> so Anyway, I, I did minimal editing and then I just, I posted it and I got it out. Let's see. That's why I always have a hard time editing it because I always feel like I have to make it sound so, that's my job is to make things sound so good, but it's really just you and I having a conversation. So really, do we need to edit? If we say something, I left in, you know, my mother's recipe. I left it in on the podcast. <laughs> there you go. Every mom's got a recipe like that one, right? You were like, are you going to edit that? Nope. And stay in it. All of that's in there. It's all in there. I have no idea what, out, what is out there in the universe for people to hear at this point. No, but it's no different than sitting, having coffee somewhere and somebody overhears and they're like, oh, did you hear that? Oh my gosh. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. None of your business. Should we go get coffee? I feel like we should go get coffee. I am needing a little bit. It's cold in here. I... <laughs> it's cold because it's 
The air conditioner is blowing on you. Would you like me to turn it off? No, it's okay. It says 77 and it's cold. No, it's just because it's blowing straight on you. Oh, you no, are, I have a sweatshirt on. I come prepared in layers. I have a tank top. Layers. My mother always said to wear, mom, mom always said, dress in layers. Well, we lived in New York. It's like here. Wait, you wait, have wait. to. You lived where? In New York. Not New York. No, New York. Mm-hmm. I'm from upstate. I heard somebody on TV say that the other day. They said, where in New York are you from? And she goes, I'm from upstate. <laughs> I was like, I know where you live. <laughs> it's right around me. Because <laughs> you can just tell by the accent, right? Well, I mean, it gets really thick in the city. And then outside the city, you start losing it. And then we talk normal in upstate New York. <laughs> no, that's not true. Because I have to, in, I've talked about this with you on this podcast before, that I have to intentionally pronounce words correctly. Enunciation. Because I have to make it sound very much um, Ohio. You even said that funny. Ohio. Ohio. Yes, I need to do that because... I listen to my family and go, wow, there really is an accent up here. And my kids just think I'm just so funny because they hear it all the time in me when I don't pay attention. I always want to say it's foggy, you know, it's foggy, which people don't say fag. They say fog. So I say it's foggy. Fog. Yes, foggy. Anyway, that's my New York hang up. But anyway, I'm not not going to be editing. So choose your words wisely. Nicole. Oh, that's funny. I try to use them wisely anyway. Well, I try. Yeah. I, but I have those things that just kind of go, bleh. There you go. <laughs> come there out. you go. <laughs> so you had a topic you were bringing to the table today. No, I don't know about a topic to the table, but I had a question. I okay. Guess. Okay. So this is called Angie and Friends. Yes. We should have some friends. Well, Okay, I thought I was like representing the friends. <laughs> I'm like totally. Yeah, we should have some friends. Oh, okay, yeah. see yes. ya. There's the door. <laughs> you do represent the friends. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> Thank you for all you friends out there. Okay, right? so wh- what were you going to get at then? So what my question is, I know we've had periodic friends that have come on. I've had yes. friend, you've had friends, daughter, all, you know, just various people in our life. Yes. I'm thinking back to my childhood and the friends that I had. And the friends I have now, have you ever had this, a, a friend that has been with you since childhood up until now? Oh, yes. Brenda. Okay. Oh, yes. See, and I don't. You don't? Not I don't any have of them? A ch- No, I don't have a childhood friend all the way through. So I love to hear that. But okay, so then tell me about Brenda. So Brenda and I met in kindergarten. You're kidding me. Kindergarten. I remember. Yeah. She and another girl were who I still know, but I don't hang out as much. Right. Um, no, Brenda and I grew up ever since kindergarten because I went to a central school. So elementary was downstairs and high school was upstairs. So oh. that's kind of how it was. You just okay. moved upstairs. That was the big deal. You don't okay. move to a new school. Yeah. Move upstairs. Okay. And so I was with Brenda ever since kindergarten. We were friends. I remember having her over at my house, you know, for sleepovers and stuff. Oh, wow. And then... I went off and we were, we were all through school. We gotten graduated so, together and everything. Everything. We got in so much trouble together. Oh, we were just, we were rotten. <laughs> we did so many things. So wrong. I, I could go into stories, but I digress. <laughs> we, I, I have a feeling we don't have enough time. We do not have enough time, but let's just say we were, we were quite the adventurous too. Anyway. So I go off to Peru for my senior year of high school as an exchange student and she and I would correspond and she said, I'm getting married when you get back and I want you to be in my wedding. Now, here's the funny thing is that she met this guy and in high school 
when I'd left, when she was a senior in high school, she met him from another school. He had been in the Air Force, I believe. And so she knew him um, beforehand. And then he, she just, when he was home on leave or got out or whatever it was. Right. Anyway, and so I didn't know him. But she's like, I want you to my wedding. And I was like, okay. So I came home and within the month, she was getting married. Do you, do you remember me telling, did I ever tell you my testimony about how the first time I ever walked into a church that wasn't a Catholic church? And she I'm, kept saying, my pastor's wife, blah, blah, blah. Yes, yes, yes. That was Brenda's pastor. Oh. And, and she said, my pastor's wife, will, and I was like, they're married, you know? Right. And, and I looked, when I went for the dress rehearsal for the, for the wedding, I was just looking around the church like this was so foreign to me. It was just a big room oh, with cool stuff. It wasn't a Catholic church. And I was raised in the Roman Catholic church. So very much thick in tradition. Hers was just a cute little Baptist church that had all the family all stuff. the fixins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was just you know laid back right not catholic anyway so brenda got married to bob and over the years whenever i would go home to see my parents and my sister i would always see two people brenda was one of them and the other person was chris and chris and i were in college together and we were actually roommates okay we rented a house with two other girls and we actually shared a room so chris and i we're in college together only for a year because, again, we were not really living a great life. <laughs> the stories to tell. And the stories to tell. And so I stayed in college there. She moved to a different college because, yeah, she was. It's <laughs> a whole nother story. Oh, but there's a, there's a great ending to this story. So fast forward. I go off into the Marines. I meet my husband. When I married my husband, we became Christians. Okay. Then my life began the Christian walk. And... As I'm going and visiting her over the years, you know, she's just doing life or whatever. And she would tell me about this and that and the other thing. And it was just life. But then one time she said, this is what I did. This is how I screwed up. I begged my husband for forgiveness. And we decided to go back to church. Because she knew she was raised in the church. Right. And they made a pact as a couple to go back to church and to save their marriage. And they're still married. Oh, wow. But, but the thing was, she found God and then God started using her in amazing ways. And she's, and so I'm like, this is awesome news. And she goes, oh no, wait, there's more. So she was a respiratory therapist and she would go into people's homes and she knew that God was putting her on a mission wherever she went. And then She'd be, you know, helping set somebody up and they'd go, there's something about you. And she'd go, oh, yeah, I'm here for a reason. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like she knew God was going to and she would she would evangelize to people because they wanted to know what it was in her. Why was she there? He's like, you're not here to help me with my oxygen. You're here for something else. And she's like, yep. She just knew. So God was using her in amazing ways. And she was telling me this. And I was just laughing. And and I go. Brenda, you and me, the, the two craziest, right. most outrageous two in, in high school and thereafter, the biggest partiers, you know, he's using us. And she goes, I know. And it's just amazing to have her as now a Christian friend. So here, a couple of years ago, I go back home to, again, see people. Brenda has since moved to Florida. So now I got a way to get to Florida. Right, right. right. <laughs> so, 
So I couldn't go and see Brenda, but I wanted to see Chris and I do see Chris often. Well, I had said something to my sister about, um, I'm going to go see Chris. Now, again, Chris and I were partiers as well in high school, but we didn't, we were friends, but we didn't like hang out as much as Brenda and I did. We, well, cause we were in college together. So right. it was later. Anyway, I said something to my sister and she goes, oh yeah, well her and Andy found Jesus. And I went, what? And she was like, yeah. And she took it like this whole negative thing. And right. I was like, oh my gosh, I got to go talk to Chris. So I went over to Chris's house and I can't even begin to tell you how awesome that conversation was when she was talking about her and her husband finding the Lord. And now they just tell everybody about what God has done in their lives and how he saved their marriage. And, and I'm just, it's so cool to have my two best friends from growing up now be followers of Jesus because now we can connect still. So here's the thing. You know what you just said was so important. They grew up in the church, but then you said when they got older, they became followers of Jesus. There's a distinct difference oh, between yes. just going to church or I'm a Christian. No, it's about being a Christ follower. Yes. Now I follow him. I'm, I don't just go to church. Do you know the I word, don't even need to go to church. Right. Do you know the word Christians not even in the Bible? No, I, I know that. They were called that much later. They no, used I to know. be called the way. Ooh, it was that a part sect. I didn't know. Yeah. The, the sect was called the way. It, it's in Acts. Okay. And that's what they knew them as. Or they were just Jews who had converted right. to Messianic. Was but there's something that clicked when I heard that. When I heard that Christian isn't really... And I began to say to my children, they're like talking about church and Christianity and being a Christian. And I'm like, I am I remember telling my kids, I'm not a Christian. And you would see their eyes be like, what? And I said, I am a Christ follower. There's a distinct yes. difference. I even go as far as to say, I'm a believer. Mm -hmm. Or I'll say, I'm a disciple. Right, right. So I used to be in a messianic church. Okay. And so the people that I was around, you can take it for what it's worth, but they thought that, um, that, that Christianity had really ruined the original story. Mm. And they were going back to the roots of Jesus was a Jew and this is what the, the early church did. And yeah, there's some good and bad with all that. But what ended up happening was that they would not use the word Jesus because they were like, that's not his real name. His real name is Yeshua. So they would refer to him as that. Okay. They also were witnessing to Jews. So there was a whole lot behind being in the Messianic sure. church, but he would not use the word Christian because that came later again, back to the book of Acts. He was like the, the pastor at the time. He said that, that we are followers, we're believers. And so I, that was where it was kind of first introduced to me to think that way. And yeah, I, I would rather have a word that says exactly my motives, not just a label. Right. I mean, yes, I'm a Christian, but bottom line is I have chosen and I profess to be a follower. I have picked up my cross and I have followed him. Right. And so that's the difference. Right. And I would challenge anybody to self-examine that. That's a big thing. And we'll just end right there. <laughs> that is not the end of the podcast. No, we got no, because I want minutes to go. No, 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 no. Because I want to tell you about Evan. He was telling me the other day because I was talking about Sunday. That's the only day I give myself permission to take a nap. So, like, one of my husband's favorite hobbies is napping. Always has been. Almost is that a hobby? Because if it hobby. is, I'm totally picking it up. Yeah, it's a hobby. It's actually a healthy um, habit to have, by the way, to take short naps. But anyway. <laughs> I know. I do it. <laughs> I know. So ever since we've been married, 23 and a half plus years, he's always taken naps. No big deal. But on Sundays, I have given myself permission to take naps. Other 
than that, I don't. I just, I don't. And it's part of the Sabbath. That's just kind of what I do. I love it. Makes you realize that you're really celebrating the Sabbath because you get a chance to nap. I do. And I, like I said, I give myself permission to do that. And I can tell a difference when I don't. But anyway, so our kids are learning this to not do on Sunday. And I put in quotes do because that's whatever that looks like is different for different people. So Evan said to me, I think I would like to be a part of the Old Covenant and the Old Testament and, you know, have my Sabbath from sundown to, you know, and went through all of this and said on Saturday, so that way I'm not, I'm not doing work on Saturday, Mom. I said, oh, okay, interesting. That's when I do my Sabbath. And then he says, but I would also like to basically honor and respect the New Covenant and the New Testament. <laughs> have a nap on Sunday. And then not have to work Smart on Sunday. Boy. <laughs> so I'm like telling my friend this. I'm like, what do I do? And he was like, oh, well, you know what they couldn't do on the on the Old Testament and the things they can't do and, and, the, and the Jewish uh, culture and the Sabbath and what that looks like. So I flat out told Evan, I said, you research all the do's and don'ts of the Sabbath from Old Testament and Old Covenant and then you you do research and you find out in the Bible and you find me scripture for the New Testament and all this stuff. And I said, then you present it to me and then you let me know what you really, really want to do. So I didn't realize that it was things of like not even doing like cooking or not even flipping a light switch. Well, and that's where the legalism comes in. I know, but that's why I want him to do the investigating of that. Like he's yes. a, he's my gamer. Okay, well, and no electronics. He's he's full on going to be like, well, I don't know about that because God I wants mean, me to have joy in my life. So my Sabbath personally is is just making sure that he's on my mind. He's what I do first. So I usually start at Friday when I'm home and I don't watch the TV or... I choose like there's time where I'm going to sit down and really study the Bible. And then there's times when I'm just going to relax and I, I just kind of feel it out. Right. If I know that I need to be with the Lord, I'll, I'll make that choice. But sometimes I do turn on the TV and I'll do something. But uh, the last time I watched TV on a Friday, I watched the whole chosen series. Right. It was so good. Right. But on Saturday morning, I do as I do every other morning and I get up and do Bible study and I spend time with him. Now, after that, I may do other things, but I'm still doing it where I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeding my own self. Do you know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not doing something for my own gain. I'm it's really, not working for the man. Yeah. I'm just putting him first right. in my thought and my, my mind. And I don't feel like it has to be sun up, sundown to sundown. I will do portions of it. Like I was telling you, I thinking about going out and visiting nature. Mm -hmm. That's me with God. That's right. a great way to, as long as I'm relaxing, but I don't do my business, any of my businesses mm -hmm. that I have so many, I don't do business on Saturday. It will wait till Sunday, but Sunday I already work for the church. Right. So Sunday is not my Sabbath because I work and I have to be present and I have to do worship and I am a pastor. And after that, I may have to meet with somebody, you know, I don't so think I do my really, actual work on Sundays. I don't think people, I don't think the average person, church attender, if you will, gets that. I don't think that they get that that is an, a working day. Sunday? For those in ministry. Oh, yeah. That's why a lot of pastors take Monday off. Right. But, you know, I don't, I don't worry about buying and selling and that kind of stuff because I might go with my kids to, to get something, you know, or go to lunch. I don't, I don't get into the legalism side of it. I'm, 
It's my chance to connect and to relax. I have to relax. But part of just relaxing, it's not just about relaxing. It's about being with him. Right. And I have to be intentional about being with him. And I don't have an agenda. And that's the big thing is I may spend an hour and get something really good and I'm set or Mm -hmm. it's hours and he's just feeding me and feeding me and feeding me. So Saturdays, Saturday mornings, I get to sleep in and I don't put a limit on God. I just do my day. So that's my Sabbath. I'm ready for a Sabbath now. Well, we're getting closer to the weekend, so I guess you can. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, and I thought about, you know, I, I, my time is being split even more and more now. I'm So there's all these different directions that when I'm not here at the studio, it's like, how do I balance all the other things I want to do? Right. Because I've got goals with my business and I want to put that first for sure. And I've got goals with relationships that I really want to put that first. And then I'm like, my poor horse (laughs) is going down on the list. So I know it's just, it's just how to balance, how to balance life. There's only so many hours in the day. Now I could come in earlier to the radio station and leave earlier, but it's finding, it's finding that balance of the have to's and the want to's and the need to's. Yeah, that's true. And there's different seasons because for me, having the five children at home, there's a lot of need to. Well, and you have school going on right now, which changes everything. Yes, it does. And then, you know, your son was telling me he's going to have to, he's going to have to homeschool later than he thought now. Yes, he is. (laughs) Yes, he is. So this mama has taken a few extra, you know. Mom days? Personal days. Oh, but you had a lot of school stuff or you had a lot of family stuff going on. So you needed to take days. That were family related. Yes. And we double up some days. I mean, they're going to be, there's, they're going to be fine. But I said, there's no reason to have a quote whole summer off. Big whoop if we're spending three hours a day in the summer for heaven's sakes. It actually does help them in the long run. Yes. So common sense approach. This mom is smart. Yeah. And then you get days off when you need to. (laughs) That's right. We've done the whole, okay, Monday through Thursday and have Friday off, but it just varies. It really varies. And that's part of the beauty of homeschooling. Yes, I remember. Which goes back to the whole concept of even Sabbath or resting. And I'm rambling at this point because bottom line, we get to choose. Mm -hmm. We get to choose all of it. But I, I also split up my Sabbath every day. So when I get up in the morning, I am with the Lord. Mm -hmm. I can't make it through the day without spending time with him. Have you ever woken up praying? I have. And I've also, I, most of the time I wake up with him singing over me. Oh, so I always have a song in my head, you know, random ones. (laughs) Just this last week, I, I had a dream and I know I was praying in my dream and I was weeping in my dream. And when I woke up, it was like, it didn't feel like it was a dream. I feel like it really happened. Wow. I mean, it was, I always love those dreams. I have those same dreams, except mine are where I'm doing spiritual warfare Mm -hmm. and winning (laughs) Yeah, and winning because I'm on the winning side. So I know I'm going to win, but yeah, those are really powerful dreams. And I, I wonder sometimes if there is dreaming in the spirit. Yeah. Or if there's really something going on. So that's, that's a very interesting topic. I've never really explored it. I just know what I experience and I wake up like 
just on fire because, you know, God, I see the power of God working and whether I dreamed it or if it's really happening in the spirit world, I have no idea. Right. But back to the Sabbath thing, you know, if we don't, if we don't have time for God, then it's, it throws the whole day off. Right. And I need to have that time. And sometimes that is sitting down and reading my Bible and studying. And sometimes that is just curling up in a blanket on his lap. Right. And sometimes I just need to do that. Sometimes I journal and I write to him and I, well, I talk to him on my journal. No, but we started, we started with, I was asking you about friendships from childhood. I mean, when you look at your relationship with the Lord, you don't communicate with your friends the same way all the time. Right. That's the same way with God. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I, I have long lasting relationships because I spent a lot of time with those people. Right. And I have that now with the Lord. Right. And it doesn't matter who comes into my life. He's still my first love. Right. Have you heard that song, First Love, from Carrie Job? Oh, my stars. Yes. Oh, it's just been over and over and over in my heart because he is my first love. And nobody compares to that. Yeah. So, again, no matter who comes into my life, no matter how wonderful, God is my first love. And I just... I love that song. It's fantastic. Anyway, maybe sometime I'll have to play it. <laughs> yes. No, it's beautiful. I actually have her music playing often in the house all the time. You don't have Shine FM playing often oh, in the house? Oh, my stars. Knock it off. Oh, come on. Now, I used I walked into your son's room and he had Yes FM playing on the radio. Come on now. Sometimes he has country music and I'm like, oh, my stars, <laughs> stop. Knock it off. No, I have heard him have uh, Shine FM on there as well. I mean, that's the best radio station in Ohio. I grew Yes, yeah. I would agree. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I grew up listening. We were only allowed to listen to Christian music. Okay. Only. It was Joy FM. Yes. It was, you know it. Well, I'm in the radio business. Oh. And they're still there. <laughs> yes, they probably are. Um, yeah. I, it was crazy. But music and worship, all of that has been so at the forefront of my childhood with my mom and the go-to for any, anything is just, it's biblical worship, worship, worship. And I remember we weren't allowed to listen to anything but Christian music. And that was fine. Who, who were your favorites back then? Oh, my stars. Um, well, gosh, there was, there was Amy Grant because she Grant, was, she was it. Yep. Um, Petra. Oh, Petra. Okay. I still have their CDs. I believe we listen Russ Taff. Russ Taff. Yeah. yeah. Oh my stars. I'm like, I feel like I'm on a game show. Okay. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? So when I became a Christian was 1990. Carmen. Carmen. Sorry. Oh, uh, and he just passed away last month. So, so I became a Christian in 1990, which I just celebrated an anniversary last year, which was kind of cool. But anyway, 1990. Aren't most anniversaries every year? But anyway, go ahead. I mean, like a milestone. I know. I'm, I'm Yes. Oh, Sorry. Nicole. I got to keep you on your toes. Yes. Yeah, like, apparently you do. <laughs> anyway, when I first became a Christian and I started, somebody said, no, you need to start listening to Christian music. I don't know what I was listening to before that. Have no idea. But Sandy Patty was it. Oh, that and was another one. Wayne Watson. Yep. That was another one. Almighty. And I went to a Sandy Patty concert at at the uh, Orange County Convention Center, that one that's in right across from Disneyland, the big convention center. I don't remember what exactly it's called, but anyway, it's a big convention center. I went there because she was offering, okay, Desert Storm was just starting, okay. and she was offering free tickets to military. 
So we all sat in one section and they did a big, you know, recognition. We came in our uniforms and all that. And I wanted to see Sandy Patty because, you know, I'm a singer. Right. And I didn't really know much about singing at the time, but I, I knew I could sing Sandy, Sandy Patty songs. So I did. Anyway, and I loved the song Almighty. Oh, And I remember yes. during a break, I went and got the Almighty t-shirt, which was very cool. It was a white t-shirt, said Almighty on it. Yeah. Loved it. Well, then we're walking back. I, I took a friend. I don't even know who this guy was. He was just a friend. And I right. said, hey, you want to go? Because I, I think he knew something about God and that's where I connected. Anyway, and we're walking back and he says, oh, there she is right there. And he elbows me. She's walking with her manager or whatever. And he elbows me and he, and I, I didn't know what he was talking about. Okay. Had no idea what he was talking about, but he stopped her and said, excuse me, my friend is a, a big fan and we were in our military uniform. So of course she stopped. Right. Right. Well, that's when I realized that was Sandy Patty. She looked a lot taller on the stage. <laughs> Sorry to say. Sorry to say, but I, that's the first thing I thought of was like, she's much shorter than I thought. That can't be her. It can't be her, <laughs> right? That's exactly right. And she goes, oh, thank you so much for all you do. And I, and he says, he's guiding me. He's like, can she get an autograph? And she's like, absolutely. So she reaches over to her manager. He gives her a pen. I whip out my Wayne Watson t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> and as soon as I handed it to her, I went, oh, Oh, it's Wayne Watson. I'm so sorry. And she goes, oh, this is almighty. I love this one. And then she signed it. Oh, what a hoot. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's like classic. So embarrassing. So embarrassing. I've had a few embarrassing moments with artists. I hope they don't remember <laughs> later in I, life. I would like to know. You need to email or do something with all your connections and see if she remembers that. There have got to be highlights in some of these artists' career oh, and life of, gosh, you know. Gosh, no. The second time I met her was... was after I had, I had been kind of redeemed by God and I said something to her about second chances and, and we had a nice little chat. So anyway. Well, I've only had, well, I've, I had an encounter, if you will, with Stephen Curtis Chapman. Yeah. Brian and I used to go to Nashville every year for New Year's. And so we're driving from Ohio to Nashville and right beside us is Stephen Curtis Chapman oh, nice. in a minivan with his family. Oh, nice. And I'm like, you could tell Coming from him. Ohio because his wife's from Springfield. Oh, that I didn't know. Yeah, that's why they come to Ohio. Okay, well, they were heading to, <laughs> okay, well, they were heading to Nashville, but I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And, and my friends and Brian, we were like, oh, totally. So we had a dry erase board and we wrote on the dry erase board, we will see you in heaven. And we drove up close to the minivan and held it out the window and you could see them read it. And then their car sped up and kept going. I don't know what they thought we were going to do to them. But I remember like, oh my gosh. They thought we were, they thought we were stalkers or we were, I know. I remember that young, dumb, stupid. I hope to God we see Stephen Curtis Chashman sometime because I'm going to totally tell him that story. But I bet he would remember. Why wouldn't oh, you remember something like that? Why wouldn't you remember that? Oh, yes, here is this military personnel that pulled out a rest half t-shirt for me to sign. Right? Uh, it wasn't Russ Jeff. It was Wayne Watson. See, I don't get even story remember. Right. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, we got to get going. Uh, it's time for us to to say goodbye. But give the uh, email address so so fashionably as you do. So fashionably. Ready? 
Morning at gmail.com. <laughs> there you go. Brought to you by Shine FM. Yeah, well, I guess. Oh, yeah. Angie and Friends. Angie and Friends in the morning on Shine FM. I don't know. Do we really want to be specific? Does it mean that you only have friends in the morning? I think it does. Or it means my last name is in the morning. I know. My kids thought that for the longest time. Yeah, a lot of people do. Is that Angie? They just don't know. Somebody actually told me the other day that I was talking with completely outside of the radio station said, I don't even know what your last name is. And I was like, oh. Well, you You don't really advertise it much. I don't because it's complicated. Yes, it is. There you go. It's in in the morning. In the morning. Or at China FM. There you go. There you go. Hey, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. The China FM Podcast Network.